When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I like the black dynamite thing in the background behind you there. Oh, okay, you see that? Yeah. Uh, oh, you mean the, the large pick? Yes. Okay, yeah. It's all, about, it's all about triple threat and, and anything else we can ramble on about. What was it like working with... Well, the best martial arts action stars on the planet. Right. Oh, man. It was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, this is the first time I ever worked with Eco. Uh, Tony John and I worked together maybe three three other times before. Uh, and, you know, Tony's like, he's like a family member. He's like my brother. Um, but it was his first time working with uh, Tiger Chang. And, um, and, and uh, with... Um, with Michael Bisming, who's a, a new brother, but probably my man. I feel like with, with Scott, it's I don't know. We must have worked four times together so far. No, we, I think more than that. Maybe about five times with Scott. So, so, what was it sort of actually like? Sort of, did you all have to take time gelling together? Was it all just no? Just mesh, <laughs> get on with it's it. Fraternity that it's when we're together, it's just. It's just nothing but fun. It's all collaborative, you know. Uh, I, you know, even with, um, you know, I work with Eco and Tony. Uh, you know, of course, they they have to deal with a different language, and sure. dealing with other actors and stuff. You know, we work together. You know, to try to help. You know, in the same way I, I would need help if I was, uh, you know, in another country. You know, trying to speak a language that's not my own. And, you know, trying to, you know, help them with the, you know, little intricate things that, you know, you normally would have when you're from that, that place. And so it's just like, it's a bunch of guys who enjoy the martial arts, who enjoy learning and, 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 uh, and just, you know, the, the, the whole thing, it's just, it was just so cool. You know, I, 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 sometimes I hate to let people know how much fun it is because we get paid for this stuff, you know? Well, that, that really comes across that you're all meshing and almost sort of bouncing off each other. That was one of the oh. things I was in, intrigued by is 
how do you adjust when you're doing the fight scenes? You still still fought very much as Michael J. White, um, and they were sort of doing their salat. So how do you sort of combine the two and choreograph them? Well, honestly, I fight different depending on what, what character I'm fighting, I'm playing. You know, there are certain things that, you, you know, it's a little hard to... Like, if I'm fighting Eco or Tony, um, you know, you're not going to see me do a lot of the advanced stuff because... Just, just so happens I have to kick down. You know, they're they're sm- much smaller than me, so you're not going to see any jumping kicks from me because that would be ridiculous. <laughs> you know, so but the, what they they get a chance to jump and do a lot of that stuff. You know, I'm a little jealous because you know, like you guys, you know, can can kick high and all that type of stuff, and it looks good on camera. But like for me, you know, it's like I'm playing whack a mole. <laughs> I got I got to punch down. And so it's just one of those things, you know, it's, it just goes with the territory. But, you know, we, we, we had fun doing it. Did you teach or learn anything off Michael Bisping? Because obviously he was still, still very much in his UFC. Well, absolutely, sure. Michael Bisping is, is bringing current fighting, actually making sure things, you know, really work. I mean, he brings the MMA audience, and that's part of our audience. So. It's great when he can bring some legit, legitimate fighting uh, maneuvers and uh, fighting techniques to his character. So that, you know, it's the best of both worlds. He brought a, brought a gritty down to earth and stuff as well. That sort of the two of you sort of work well together. I like that. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's kind of like the, the sort of the, the work of Jesse, um, and I sort of kind of thought the film harked back to sort of the classic. Um, so sort of some of the '90s action films, even some of the '80s ones. But that sort of was that a conscious <laughs> thing, or was it? Yeah, those are the, that's the best time of exactly. action movie. So, you know, you want to harken back to the best time of action movie. When people did it on camera, not, it wasn't fake. It wasn't like, you know, in-camera tricks or speeding up, uh, it was that kind of stuff. So, yeah, you got to go back to the 90s if you want to make it the best. Well, think about it. It's like if you, if you wanted to rekindle the best days of dance... You'd have to go way back, right, to where sure, you're, sure. you're showing full frame. Yeah, you know, you're showing everybody. I mean, Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. You didn't have many cuts. You, you true, just kept. True. You they kept just did it on, on, on screen, you know. So that's the true beauty when you don't have to cut away or, you know, make it fancy to 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 provide the the majesty. So what was the most fun and or memorable experience from making the film that you can share? One of the most fun things is the the hell that we all had to go through in the jungle. It's fun now. It sucked at the time. But man, oh, Jesse one time had us walking by camera like so many times and we're just creeping. And he just had us do it over and over to where, you know, the looks on our face the hardened killer looks was uh, we didn't have to work hard to get that that expression because we wanted to kill it. But you know, it's it's a funny memory now. Uh, I, yeah, this this memory where we're in the jungle of you know in Thailand jungle, and there are three guys in these uh, kind of yellow uniforms, like kind of medical uniform type things. And three more in another color. Like, they were two different medical units with their own, like, uh, you know, vehicles and whatever, just standing there. 
And I'm like, I don't think I want to ask what these guys are there for. But I know there's some danger around. <laughs> and it takes two different sets of, of you know, of, I guess, um, professionals or medical professionals. Uh-huh. So I just was very aware of everything crawling beneath me and saw a lot of bugs that I've never seen before and did not want to introduce myself to them because those guys were there for a reason. And, you know, they were trying to smile and be pleasant, but, you know, I still forgot to ask, what the hell were they there for? But I'm glad they, they weren't used. Snakes. Probably yeah, there, there might have been snake people and bug people. Yeah. I don't know. But there were six of them. Well, maybe they were there to protect Jesse when you finally all cracked and tried to kill him. <laughs> no, they wouldn't have made it. No, you, you'd have had to have about 16 people with us. <laughs> what was it like being in a sort of that foreign city and sort of just trying to mesh and create a sense of a foreign unit or a unit that's gone somewhere? Um that they're not used yeah. to and just got to turn it on. Yeah, you just turn it on. Uh, I love, love, love shooting in Thailand because of the people and the crews. They're just, they're just so happy to come to work. And there's just such a Zen quality to working there. And when you're, when you're, you come to set and there's just so many smiles, it's, it's hard for you to, you know, to, be down about much. So it's just a it's just an enchanting thing with working with the Thai people that I just love. And and, and it just permeates the whole mood of the set. So it's you know that's that's I I will I, I always look forward to shooting there. And I, I'm hoping to shoot there this year. So what do you what have you got coming up? You hope I got a few things but I, you know maybe I'm a little superstitious. I don't want to jinx it. I, so I understand. Yeah. Yeah, touch yeah. wood and all of that. Fair enough. Yeah. With the success of Triple Threat, it looks like it's going to do fantastically well. Would you think there's a chance for a Triple Threat two? Yeah, but yeah, I would think. <laughs> I'm not sure if the whole cast will be in it. I don't want to give nothing away, but you it would know. need to be some radical surgery and some Frankenstein <laughs> moments going on. But it could happen. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. And maybe, maybe you know, we start with, "Oh my God, what a dream I had, man!" Yeah. And, you know, I was, you know, I I fell off a cliff, and you know, but here I am. You know, I don't know. It was it would start like that. Sounds a good start to me. Yeah. So um, your your character Devro, he's a baddie, and sort of you're very good at playing baddies. Um, so sort of, what is it like? How does it? How, it, how do you sort of get into that role of being the baddie and giving a different twist to it from the each each film you're in? It's just human nature. You're, you're never a baddie. You know, you I don't care how bad you are, you never think that you are a baddie. And who does? You know? Cool. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. It's like, in, according to your worldview, you are on the right side of things. I mean, there, there, there's an ethos with almost everyone you know, I mean, there's some people who I guess they know they're bad, but, you know, uh, they have to kind of in their own way justify their actions. You know, it might be bad to someone, but it's justified to that person. And so for the character we play, you know, we're all we're just as 
we're just as uh, forthright as anyone else. Just doing a job. Yeah. So I was looking at some of the other uh, interviews you've been doing. Did you sort of bring um, any of your upbringing, sort of the Brooklyn and the Bridgeport side of it, to playing that role? Um, or was that, did you just sort of, is that a separate bit that you don't sort of pull on anymore? Or? No, I mean, I bring, a, you know, I try to bring as much of my own character to it mm-hmm. as possible. And, um, you know, maybe the character that I play has a similar background, you know? So, you know, that's pretty much the easiest way to bring, you know, kind of bring about a character. You can base them on yourself to some degree. Did you draw on any characters who do that sort of job for a real and sort of pull on their experiences? Yeah, I, I know a number of people who uh, who worked in that. My, my brother-in-law, who, I mean, he's, you know, he's uh, he's left that. You know, he's, he was a contractor. And... Um, Again, like it's the it's the way you look at things, you know. You couldn't tell him that there was another way of looking at <laughs> at things. You know, it, 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 your your worldview might change later, and you go, "Oh my God, I can't believe I did that." But at the time, you know, you know, I, it was justified. So yeah, uh, there's, you know, I I understand the things he's had to do, and. Um, he continues to understand that. Well, so it's another interesting thing about the film is that sort of it's a film that's set in, in, in Southeast Asia and the, and the lead characters are Southeast Asian. Is that uh, a refreshing um, sort of refreshing role to be in, sort of playing uh, playing alongside those guys, Tony Eco, Jinja, Jinja, and, and uh, Tiger Chen, as sort of the they're the goodies, and you're sort of playing the. The, the bit that allows them to shine is that a sort of different refreshing well, yeah you know what's what's cool is that there are certain um certain ethics that come with i know uh with eco and tony that that their characters really are very very identifiable within it yeah. and they're both very um just very nice human beings yeah. you know Great martial artist, very humble, and it just comes through. I mean, so, uh, it, um, Tiger as well. And uh, it, you can't help but root for the, these people because deep down, they're just, I don't know, they're just um, forthright folks, you know? And uh, so that makes it easy. It, it, that make, that's, you've got something that is, is uh, a machinery that's pushing your, your movie through because you're going to root for these guys. Yes. You know, yeah. You, I always root for them anyway. Also, it's good and uh, good and refreshing that there are two hard-ass women in there who aren't just there to. They're not eye candy. They're there to kick ass, and they do it yeah. and do it well. Gigi, well. I've worked with before. I've, I've directed her in a movie before. Which one was that? And it's, it's um, uh, Never Back Down. Um, oh, yeah. um, yes. What's the last one? Never Back Down. The, the third one. <laughs> I like named the thing, and I can't even think of the name of it. And, and you directed it. Yes, I did. Oh well, man. Is it certain times, you know, I just get old overnight. Just, just that. It's, 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 it's when the library is getting full, and there's too much to remember. Huh? It's when the library is getting full, and there's too much to remember. Yeah, I got a, I got an empty trash. But you see, so it's good working with them. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you have to change the way you choreograph a fight, or is that, again, the same sort of just body and scale type of thing rather than... Well, yeah, I mean, it's just like any good scene in acting. You you go in it with an idea. There's a, you know, there's a, a framework, and then... The truth, you, you, you open to the real truth right as you're shooting. And certain truths will reveal themselves. You know, and you go, oh, wow, organically, it may be better to do this than that, you know, on the day. And you never know, you know, um, where you are. And like I remember famously, Tony, Tony Ja and I, when we did, um, uh, we did our fight scene in, in Skin Trade, we created a whole, you know, indoor fight that we we blast through this building, fighting almost before the end of the end of the fight. We created it ten minutes before we shot it. Wow! It, it wasn't it, and we just we just vibe and, and shot it. And sometimes those are the best things that ever happened. You you go, oh man, what a cool building! It was this thin building, uh-huh. and it had. He had uh, windows on the outside, so you could track oh, us. Through. Well, we're fighting inside, and the camera can track us. We saw we saw that opportunity, and we just did it in ten minutes. Yeah. So that's kind of the thing, and uh, so there'll be certain things that make it breathe because you want to use what's there. Uh-huh. You may not know where you're shooting until close to you, you know, you shooting it. So it's like, hey, let's let's um, incorporate these things. And so that that's that's sometimes the, the the best part. So when you sort of do that, do you not do you not rehearse them too heavily? You just sort of block them through and then go for real, or do you, do well, you rehearse? Honestly, rehearse? When you got guys like myself, Scott, Tony, Ja, and Eco, you can do that. Yeah, you can you can wing you can wing some stuff because you know we all have the control. We can come this close to hitting you uh-huh. without touching you. And uh, everybody's in a safe space, yeah. you know, because it's like they're at the top of their form. Yeah. Yeah. That must be so cool. To be able to just divide and just to free, freestyle it, that is, again, yeah. keep, keeps, keeps, the, uh, keeps it real. Sometimes, sometimes there's an injury and you got to change it from this leg to that leg or you might want to do this or that. And, um, you know, are the... the uh, this surface is slippery, uh-huh. so we're going to change that part. You know, all that stuff. I, I look at it as fun. I, I, I love those those happy uh, instances that where things change up because it's it's more organic. Serendipity. Yep. Uh, and uh, did you get any bad injuries on it, or was it just the usual bumps and bits? No, I got no injuries. No. You still got two eyes, and your face is more or less the same, so that's good. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm lucky. Like, I remember when, when Tony and Tony and I did Skin Trade. Uh, you know, Tony, Tony hit me full blast a few times, but you know, he's he's smaller, <laughs> so it's just I'm used to fighting heavyweight, so you know, it's like not a problem. You know, it's a problem the other way around. If you know, you're you know, a larger guy hitting a smaller guy, then that's kind of. You know that can that can be really bad, but um, but yeah, I'm just you know if I'm fighting Nico, 
you know, I'm, I'm in a kind of a safe spot because, and you know, it's kind of fun because he can, you know, jump up and kick me and do all that stuff. And, and you can, you know, he can really hit me. So I can make it, I can make it, um, it's actually easier for me. Like, you know, you know, he hits me, uh-huh. you know, even if he lands, it looks better on camera. So it's not a, and I'm not going to get hurt. You don't think it, you don't get done in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 like the it's like the unique uh, uh, time where I I fought Nathan Jones, where I could actually <laughs> hit that guy because he's so big that I couldn't hurt him. You know, so that's it, it's it's rare, but I you know when I get to fight somebody that much bigger than me, so you can you know. <laughs> unleash on them and feel the pleasure <laughs> yeah. the other way around. Yeah. Someone asked me to ask you this question, which is about um, going back to your TV movie career back away. You had a part in The Legend of Bruce Lee. Um, mm-hmm. what, what was that experience like? Oh, it was cool. It was cool. I mean, I, I got there. I know they wanted me to play a boxer. Uh-huh. But then when they started describing the boxer, they said, oh, this guy's a heavyweight um, champion that Bruce Lee looked up to. And I said, are you talking about Muhammad Ali? And they're like, yes. I'm like, oh, you could <laughs> That boxer, that quite well-known one. <laughs> told me that, like, before I got on the plane. Yeah, I mean, I know, you know, he's quite famous <laughs> in the United States, uh, all over the world. So, I mean, so that, that was kind of interesting. That must be a privilege to, one, be in a Bruce Lee thing, but also then to play Muhammad Ali is, is very, very yeah. cool. It's just unique to have played Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson, so that's kind of cool. Yes, you can't really get much better than that. Yeah. I'd say. yeah. Is, is, do you have any plans for more Black Dynamite? Well, I mean, uh, I've got something in that, that universe that we intended on shooting um, for a while, and it uh, looks like we're, we're going to be doing that very soon. It's cool. called uh, Outlaw Johnny Black. It's, a, uh, it's kind of a Western in the Black Dynamite style. Is there a character that you haven't yet played and would like to, where you haven't there, had a chance to unleash the full, the full you? There's so many. There's so many characters I'd love to play. I mean, bi- biopic-wise, I'd love to. A dream would be playing Ro- Paul Robeson. Well, that would be yes. one, you know, my, one of my dream uh, characters. Uh, another one would be something like uh, a Green Lantern. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Yes. Yeah. Going yeah, back to Paul Robeson, can, can you sing? Oh, uh, a bit. Can you can Yeah, you I, I have before. In that, you know, not quite that deep of a register, but close. Wow, that would be... Well, I'll root for you for that. Yes, that would be... Is there anything you'd like to say to talk about Triple Threat? I just hope everybody likes it. I mean, I, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm looking forward to seeing it myself. You haven't and, seen uh, it yet? No, not yet. You got a treat so, coming. It's a treat coming. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So on the nineteenth, I get I finally get a chance to see it, uh-huh. and uh, you know I'm looking forward. Cool. Well, thank you very much, and uh, I right. look forward to talking to you some more on the next one. You take care. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Podcast Network.